Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Don't forget, real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado, as well as Blake Street Tavern. And of course, a special shout out to 1876 Apparel. It's a Colorado company just like I am. And if you click on the link below, you're going to see a, a, a quick link to DeHuff's Picks. If you purchase anything from that page uh, under the DeHuff's Picks, a por- portion of those sales is going to go back into my pocket, and that's going to go into the podcast, and then that's going to allow me to upgrade the podcast in certain aspects as far as merch goes. And like I said, if you prove to me that you bought something from there, I'm going to put your name in the hopper. Shit, I might no, screw the hopper. You know what? You buy something right now. Here we go. This is like the home shopping network. You buy something right now, and guess what's gonna happen? You're gonna get to sponsor this audio board. Yeah, this hunk of junk. As I hit it with a wrench or something like that. <laughs> That'll be yours. I seriously will do that. It'll be like Todd from Aurora or whatever. <laughs> this and I'll give you two. I will give you, as of right now, I'll give you at least, we'll do one episode, okay? Just in case I get a, a mad rush of like a thousand people. But you know what? I'll do it. Fuck it. I'll do it. We'll give you two. Two days. Two days. Two episodes of your name being on the audio board. <laughs> so stupid. But hey, yeah, check it out. <laughs> I'm in a good mood. Today's officially... My wife and I's 20th wedding anniversary. It's hard to believe it's been that long. We've known each other for 25 years. We just had that anniversary of knowing each other. like a That was like a week ago, something like that. And it's wild to think back to how young I was, you know, like just 20 years ago and 25 years ago and just how naive I was to life and shit like that and how much I haven't grown since then. I've grown wider, don't get me wrong, like around the tummy. But as far as uh, maturity-wise, not very much. But it is interesting to go back and look at the wedding photos and and shit like that when we were dating and and whatever. It's just, it's crazy to think about. And now we have two amazing kids that are a handful, but in a good way. And you know what? We're moving forward. We're moving forward. So it's exciting. But so I love you, Brandy. I hope you're having a good day. And uh, don't listen to this podcast too much because it's going to make you question your choices of, uh, you know, like being with me. So it is what it is. Got a lot to get to today. Speaking of that, a lot of interaction with one of the stories that we're going to toss out there that's going viral on social media. It's been going viral for about a month now. And I finally just posted it because I I, I don't know what to think about it. And, and I want to get your thoughts on it. And I'm already getting some thoughts on it um, based off of what I posted. So we'll get into that. But you know what we need to do right now? Let's kick it off. Let's get into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. move! <laughs> Who wants to eat a woolly mammoth meatball? Are you ready for it? Open wide, because it's a big one. (laughs) Yeah, you could eat a woolly mammoth meatball. This is mind-blowing in a sense. I I don't really know how to feel about it. It's kind of crazy, kind of cool, 
It is what it is, but would you eat one? So the meatball has been made from a recreated flesh of the long extinct woolly mammoth. Now, they the company that did it, they they haven't actually had anybody try it yet, but they have created it. So it's it's an Australian company called Vow, which is aiming to use cells from unconventional species to create new kinds of meat. So that way you don't actually have to kill an animal to enjoy the pleasures of <laughs> eating their flesh. God, when you really break it down, it's kind of fucked up the, when, you, when it sounds like that. But that being said, I get their point. Still kind of fucked up, but they're still working on it and developing it. The company has already explored the potential of more than 50 species, including alpaca, buffalo, crocodile, kangaroo, peacocks, and different types of fish. When you look at it like this, it's lab-grown meat. Are you fine with eating lab-grown meat? I, I would say, as of right now, I'm not, because it's still in its infancy as far as the science goes. There, there's companies out there that are doing it, and they're starting to experiment, like Vow in Australia, but they haven't perfected it yet, or it's not even close to being what you would, quote-unquote, say perfected. So as of right now, I'm not eager to go run out there and eat any of these things that have been manufactured in a lab. Doesn't mean it's bad for you. Doesn't mean it's going to taste like shit. But that being said, I'm just going to wait. Okay, basically is what I'm getting. at. I I just want to wait for it. Now, this is what one of the uh, founders of Vow said. So we have no idea how our immune system would react when we eat this woolly mammoth meat. But if we do it again, we could certainly do it in a way that would make it more palatable to regulatory bodies. So that's an interesting thing. Our bodies have evolved beyond digesting woolly mammoth. And I guess that's something that I would never have thought of. But if you think about how long ago woolly mammoths were and how, you know, that time span, like what our bodies have gotten used to eating it probably fuck up our stomachs. There's a lot of shit we can't eat. A lot of people are allergic or have trouble digesting certain foods. IBS, it's a real thing. This is an intervention from your stomach. Be careful what you eat, like woolly mammoth meat and milk. It'll give you the shit. So it's, a, it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting process that they're going through to, to get this ready. Now, when you set aside, are our bodies able to handle it? And once they figure that out, will you be on board with this? So it's essentially, like I said, it's replacing the idea of, you know, harvesting, you know, animals and, you know, and growing animals so you can, we can eat them like we do now, like pigs and cows, stuff like that. So it's a more humane way to look at it. But I imagine there's going to be a lot of things that we're not thinking of. One, what are they going to use to substitute for certain things? You know, science nerd stuff in there. So the meat does what it needs to do. It's going to be 
very interesting because I could see once they get this done, we start ingesting this, we start consuming it on a regular basis, then what's going to happen? We're going to realize, you know, what we've been just eating for, like, say, 10 years or whatever that we're doing it, be like, hey, guys, I don't know if you know this, but we should probably go back to eating, like, real meat from real animals because this stuff's killing us. You know that's on the horizon, right? In some some way, some way it's going to make us go, shit, maybe this isn't as good for us as we thought it was, or maybe it's not as good for the environment as we thought it was, because what is the manufacturing consequences of doing this versus animals? It's a very interesting thing. It's obviously at the, the beginning stages of this, and I'll be very curious to follow the progress, because I, I just don't know... Is it really a good idea or is it somewhat of a good idea? I don't know. Let me know your thoughts. DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com. One of the other big things that's going on right now is in entertainment. And I'm not going to hit on too much of this. But if you're on social media, you'll see this shit pop up every now and then. And it's kind of amusing, but it's kind of like, oh, my God, here we go again. Well, We, re- we remember the what is it, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial. Well, now you got the Gwyneth Paltrow trial where a guy is suing her for, I think it was originally like a couple million. Now it's down to like 300,000 or something like that. I don't know. I don't really care about the numbers. Either way, he's trying to sue her for saying uh, she was negligent on a ski, uh, a ski slope. And everything that I've seen, including their graphics of how the accident happened it looks like the guy slid into her back how's that her fucking fault but anyway i pulled this one tiny snippet from this crazy trial because honestly you could pull snippets from any trial and you can make anybody look bad but that being said i wanted to play this from the guy on the stand and it's he's the guy that's claiming to be victim this isn't helping his cause any do you recall saying uh, that you agreed that saying I'm famous was a crazy thing to say? Agree? Absolutely, it's not me. It's, I don't buy into that. But it was you, right? Just to right. be clear. When you say it wasn't me, it, it was in fact you. It's the other personality that's inhabiting my body right now. And you blame Gwyneth Paltrow for that? Yes. No question. <laughs> that's not helping. I know what he's, they're trying to say. The case they're trying to make is that since the accident, he's had significant trauma to the brain, and it's causing him to not be his normal self. He has changed from the accident. I believe it happened in 2016, and either way, he, he's changed forever. But everything I've, I've seen, and obviously I'm not following it that closely, but the the videos I've seen from the courtroom where they're showing the accident happen is he came up and plowed into the back of her. How is that her fault? I don't know. It's bizarre. And I really don't want to follow it too much because it's just kind of annoying. It's annoying. And, and, and to be honest, it's hard not to look at this from the perspective of she's a celebrity and he wants to get a payday. It's hard not to look at it that way. That being said, does that mean that that she's innocent and he's the villain? No, it doesn't. 
I will be curious, again, to follow this along and see how this plays out. What do you think of this? Maybe you followed it more. Maybe you know somebody that has followed it more. Let me know at DeHuff Podcast on social media, or you can hit me up on email, DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com. We got more coming your way, plus something that is just rocking the internet. And I just got some new new reaction to it I can't wait to get to. But first, make 2023 the year you beat Vegas. Superbook Sports gives you the chance every week to go head-to-head with the best odds makers in Las Vegas. There's no fancy computer algorithms, no guys across the pond setting lines for American sports. Just the best team of odds makers in the business behind the counter at Superbook in Las Vegas. Plus, Superbook features some of the best odds boosts and promo bets anywhere. So go ahead and download the Superbook Sports Colorado app or visit Superbook.com and start your battle against Vegas right now. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you got a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. Can't wait for the men in McKinnon to hit the ice. We have you covered at the Blake Street Tavern with the NHL Center Ice Package and ESPN Plus. Guarantee you a seat with sound for every game. It's the Blake Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. Well, there's some big news coming out of the cola world. No, no, all balls cola is not going to be a thing. I know it's sad. But big changes are happening with Pepsi. Pepsi, the iconic cola the one true competitor to Coca-Cola is changing its logo. And I got to be honest, I kind of like it. It, It's essentially their old circular logo, and they put Pepsi in the middle of it. And and honestly, it's saving space. (laughs) I I like it. it. To me, it's just a little cooler. It makes sense. It's just more up to date. And there's nothing wrong with it. Now, what I do have a problem with a little bit, but I haven't tasted it yet, is apparently Pepsi is starting to change its recipe. In the UK and Ireland, Pepsi has confirmed that their classic Pepsi range has been reformulated to contain excuse me, 57% less sugar. That's a good thing. Currently, a 330-milliliter can of Pepsi contains 36 grams, but going forward, this is going to reduce to 15 grams of sugar. Now, the brand's 2-liter bottles will have 91 grams of sugar as opposed to 213 grams that it currently has, and the 500-milliliter bottle will have 22.75 grams of sugar where it previously had 53.25. Diet Pepsi and Pepsi Max formulations have remained unchanged. I I think this is a a good idea, and I I don't know what it tastes like, so I can't, I'm curious. Pepsi, if you're listening, anybody out there, if you have the new product, I want to try it, because I'll give it an honest review. I liked your Pepsi marshmallow peep thingy, that was pretty good. And here's the thing. If it sucks, I'll tell you it sucks. But it's like Diet Pepsi. I don't like the taste of Diet anything. But like Diet Dr. Pepper tastes pretty fucking good. And it tastes pretty similar to the, the original, to the real thing. But I'm kind of thinking that that's going to be the same situation. 
they may be able to reduce the sugar content by more than 50%. And what if it tastes essentially the same? Then we're going to realize, shit, man, that's fine. Cut the sugar, but put a little bit in there. Let's not be crazy. But what's the big deal? I know people are originally going to deal with this in a negative way. A lot of people. not Maybe not you, but here's the thing. If it tastes somewhat similar, why not? Just cut the, cut the sugar. Be like, okay, whatever. I'd rather that than, than them replace it with a sugar substitute that is just either harmful or just has a completely different taste. So I'll be curious to try this whenever it officially comes out here in the U.S. Now, they did say that for these customers in the U.K. and Ireland, customers who prefer the soft drinks with the higher sugar content can still purchase them at pubs and fast food restaurants. Okay? So that's something that you're going to notice a difference in the U.K. and Ireland when this is happening. And whenever it officially happens over here in the United States, which it needs to, because we got a weight problem. And a lot of that is influenced by sugary drinks. Listen, I'm just as guilty as anybody else. I'm not saying that I'm, I'm a, a beacon of good health. I'm not. And I and what needs to happen is companies like Pepsi need to help us by not putting out oversaturated with sugar products. If you can cut it in half, and it tastes somewhat the same, then do it, please, Jesus. If anything, too, it's like, guys, you don't have to use as much sugar. Just whatever. Do whatever. Replace it with water. I don't fucking know. Did you know Pepsi? I was on, on Pepsi's website. They have Pepsi Mango. I so badly want to try Pepsi Mango. I don't know if it's going to be good, but it's so bizarre to me. <laughs> I want to try it. It's probably good. Probably good. Will you try it? Have you tried it? Let me know. DeHuffOnCensored at gmail.com. Also, do you think it's a big deal that they're going to be cutting sugar in half? They're still putting sugar in there, right? They're still putting it in there. They're just realizing we don't need as much. Obviously, the the true you know, answer for this is how does it taste? And to be honest, I know that they're saying restaurants and pubs are still going to, like at least in the UK and everything, is they're going to still have the full sugar content. Well, why? Just cut everything. Make it clear across the board. That's That seems a little weird to me, but I'm sure there's reasons for it. I don't know what it is. Maybe they're afraid to rock the boat, essentially, when it comes to that. But I'm also just, I really want to try that mango shit. <laughs> My wife sent me this. Bartenders are sharing stereotypes they assign to people who drink, you know, their favorite drink orders. I'm going to rifle through this because we all have that drink. Like I told you, I like old fashions and old fashions makes the list on this. But here's what bartenders revealed about people. Let's start with margaritas. Old ladies that want to party usually start with margaritas. <laughs> That's according to one of the bartenders out there. Number two, vodka martini. I had a, I told you I had a martini the other day. It was good. It was a surprise. These are fancy drunks. Okay, I'll take that. IPA. Oh, my God. 
If I'm asked about the the multi flavor or the mouthfeel of every IPA we have, it's a hipster in their 20s trying to be cool. IPA drinkers are bearded dads who want to ask 15 questions and try 15 samples. <laughs> That's true. I listen, yeah, because they're dads and they want to get drunk on a small budget. So if I can get 15 samples, Yes, please. That's very cheap. Get liquored up. That being said, IPAs, man, some of them are just too harsh. So, oh, God. Long Island iced tea. Long Island iced teas rarely, rarely, excuse me, rarely get tips and are almost always asked to make it strong. It's nearly an entire cup of liquor. How the fuck am I supposed to make it stronger? <laughs> I could totally see that one. Let's see. Chardonnay, a mid-30s woman wanting to get a buzz while trashing on her uh, suburban life. Yeah, (laughs) I could totally see that one. That's funny. Uh, Tequila shot. Okay. I don't have to work tomorrow. (laughs) I could see that one. A shot of Fernet. I am from San Francisco, or I spent a year in Europe. <laughs> Fruity frozen drinks. Oh, I know somebody like that. Fruity or frozen drinks are typically new drinkers. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Brandy. <laughs> she's she's not a new drinker. She just prefers it because they're good. I've heard. I've heard. Okay. Scotch and water. You're over 50 with heart issues. No, God, fuck off. Scotch and water, which everything I've heard is for scotch, whiskey, bourbon, you always add a splash of water because it allows, you know, a flavor to come out. Okay? I don't know. (laughs) That's what I've heard. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a goddamn scientist. not a drink scientist. Eat a dick. Mai Tais. You're attracted to exotic people and places, but not enough to get a passport. (laughs) Uh, Nergroni? Hipster 20-something? I don't even know what that is. Vodka Red Bull. Usually on some kind of drug. On the bright side, they tip well because they're too drunk to care about getting change. Okay, here we go. Here's mine. Old-fashioned. Old-fashioned drinkers rarely know jack shit about cocktails, but it's a cheap way to pretend you do. I'm not arguing with that at all. <laughs> it's probably true. I don't I don't know shit about drinks. I was telling somebody the other night. They're like, "What do you what do you like to drink your whiskey with, Scott?" I'll be like, "Whatever's in the fucking fridge." I made a a whiskey and and like the coffee creamer the other day. It tasted like a fucking white russian. Don't at me. It's true. It was delicious. And and don't judge me until you try it. If you got whiskey in your cabinet right now and you got, you got, say, like a vanilla creamer in your fridge, mix it. Tell me that ain't delicious. And you will get hammered off of that stuff because it, it is so delicious. They also added either someone who knows their booze really well or not at all, and they want to look sophisticated. Yes, that's true. But it's also good. I've told you here. If if you get a good old-fashioned, oh, my God, it's great. But if you get one that sucks, 
You, you just look at the bartender in disgust. So maybe these guys suck at their job. <laughs> vodka soda with a splash of cranberry. Vodka soda with a splash of cranberry will either be an obnoxious, obnoxious white girl or a slender gay man. Uh, I could see that. Okay. Uh, let's see. A shot with a fancy name. I can always tell who just turned 21 due to all the complex, sweet shots with fancy names being ordered. That makes sense. Cosmopolitan, the person, is almost certainly a pain in the ass. Totally could see that one. Jack and Coke. Okay? There's a lot of us. Sometimes when you don't know what you want to drink, you're just like, you know what? I'll just get a Jack and Coke. It's easy, right? What do they say? You'll be fighting someone in a few hours. <laughs> what, are we, what are you saying? Come on. There's nothing wrong with a Jack and Coke. Now, that being said, there's a reason why you drink, uh, you know, you mix Jack with something because Jack's not that great. And you're cheap. It's cheap. Come on. Oh, the customer who always asks for an extra strong drink, they'll be the ones who say, add extra vodka to my drink. Then I give them the bill and they say, what are you charging me for extra alcohol? <laughs> A frozen margarita, first drink, oh my gee, oh my God, I can't even taste the alcohol. A few drinks later, wow, 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 I can't feel my hands. <laughs> it then stumbles and falls down. I could see that. Whiskey sour is pretty good. I'm drinking underage. Whiskey sour is not bad. Again, I, I don't know if I've ever really had an official whiskey sour, but I have taken, taken whiskey, mixed it with uh, lemon, lime juice, a little bit of water, Maybe add a little bit of what, what ginger beer or something like that. I don't know if that's how you make a whiskey sour, but that's what I made. It was sour. There was whiskey in it, and it was delicious. Basically, what I'm saying, guys, if I ever get asked to be a bartender, you're getting whatever the hell I, I give you, okay? You want a whiskey sour? Sure. Anybody got any squirt or Sierra Mist? That's what's going to go in there. Anyway, do you agree with those? Maybe there's another drink if you're a bartender that you got to go, you know what? Yeah, add this to the to the list, and here's why. Let me know. DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com. Never, never been a bartender. Don't think I could because uh, sometimes when people get drunk, a lot of times when people get drunk, they're just assholes, and I can't deal with that. Something excuse me, that I have a hard time dealing with is people that over-exaggerate. And I'm not sure in regards to this viral video of a Lowe's employee, Lowe's being the home improvement store similar to Home Depot. Well, the video is making its rounds all over TikTok and everywhere else. Well, I stole the video Posted it on my social media accounts at DeHuff Podcast. So go check it out. Let me know your thoughts. But it's this guy on a lift, this young kid, I should say, with a somewhat large box trying to bring it down. And he's having a lot of trouble. Meanwhile, his co workers are all on the ground watching him as he struggles to bring down this giant box from a top shelf. Again, he's on a lift. And he's slowly, slowly going down. I'm going to play the audio for you. 
I got to be honest. It's hard for me not to laugh at this, and we'll continue on after I play this for you. Come down. Come down. Come down. Just keep coming down. Whoa. Oh, wait, I'm in the way. All right. Come down. Please. I'm begging you. Somebody come. <laughs> you gotta come down. Come down. I can't. The machine's not moving. We in the Man, way. I don't know how to work the machine. You need to go down. You need to go down. Please. Please, somebody. Please. Somebody. Please. <laughs> I'm going down. Hold it easy, okay? Okay. It is hard not to laugh at that. It is. Now, a lot of people are defending him, okay? And the angle they're taking is, dude, that box is huge. And I say huge. It's it's like four feet by like two feet, right? It's not that big. But I don't. We don't officially know what's in in there. But it looks like it's some sort of patio furniture. Now, patio furniture is very light. Again, reading social media and listening to Lowe's employees, a lot of Lowe's employees chimed in and said, "Dude, that box is like between thirty and forty pounds. That's not room to be acting like that. If that's the case." If that's the case, he shouldn't be acting like that because he obviously lied on his resume that said that he could lift at least 50 pounds. I'm sure at Lowe's, you have to be able to lift more than that. Dude, you have to be able to... When I worked at the radio station, I remember seeing the requirements for like a job and it says something about you got to be able to lift 50 pounds or something like that. Like, when the fuck do radio people do that? <laughs> they don't. We're the most on, you know you know, on fit individuals on the planet working radio. But anyway, so there, there's a lot of people saying, well, what if it is really heavy? What if that was like a hundred pounds and this kid who's probably like 17 years old or however old he is, he's trying to lift it down and he can't and it's just way too heavy. Well, now there's an investigation. OSHA is involved trying to find out what the hell just happened because this video caught fire and the guy who originally posted it i don't know his name but he pulled it down because he still he works there or at least he did i don't know if he still does i am so curious to see what ends up coming out of this because the way that that guy is is crying and and just acting like it's the heaviest thing in the world i mean you would you would guess by listening to that, and I just tell you the story, like he's trying to bring down off using a lift from a top shelf, a box, and the box is, you know, it's slightly over his head, and he's trying to lift, uh, uh, use the machine to let him guide it down, okay, and, but he's holding it up, you'd be like, dude, that thing is probably like 200 pounds or some shit, the dude sounds like he's getting crushed. I will tell you this. Watch the video. Go to my Instagram, at the Huff Podcast. And I kind of wrote this on the, the header for this. 
the more I watch it, and when you get up close video of this, there's a point where he's moving the box, but he's moving it with, with somewhat ease, which tells me whatever is in there is not as heavy as he's making it sound. And if anything, he's just in an awkward position and being a moron. Now, I shouldn't call him a moron because he's a kid. He's young. He's, he's still learning how to work. But that being said, if I was working there, I would be fucking pissed. I'd be like, dude, get the, put the fucking box back up there. I'll, I'll do it myself. You can't, <laughs> it just bugs the fuck out of me. Now, that being said, we've all probably been there. I've been there. What I'm saying, been there, being soft. Because this is my perspective of the situation is the kids being soft. Is that fact? No, because I don't have all the information. Until I find out exactly how much that box weighed, I really can't say that with certainty. But this is this is the optics. The optics are he's being soft. So how that relates to me is me being soft with my second job. My first job was working at Safeway. I did just about everything there, whether it was pushing in grocery carts. Uh, I worked in the dairy department for a week, and I fucking sucked at it. I was horrible at it, but I also did computer work for Safeway, but I ended as a checker, uh, the cashier, and that was a union store, so you got to break every single two hours, no matter what. It was union rules, right? So I was used to that. I quit Safeway, and I went to go work at a company called Zuka Juice, which was later purchased by Jamba Juice. And I went to work there because my brother worked there, and he was a general manager, and he was actually helping out at the store that I went to go work at, which was 120th and Sheridan in Westminster, Broomfield area. It's right on the border. I believe where I was at was technically Westminster. But anyway, I was working there. And the very first day, my brother was working as the manager, and he's busting his ass running around. And he was kind of training me, but other people were training me as well. It's two hours into my shift. Chris, I need to take my break. He's all, we're in the middle of lunch rush. You're not taking a break. <laughs> I have been here for two hours. He's all, you will take a break when I say it's time to take a break. And he just put me in my place. He's all, you don't take a break every two hours. This is not union. This is real life. And I'm sure he said it differently like that. But there is a difference between working in a union store versus a non-union store. Union, you have hard rules like that. You got to take a break. It's in the contract. Everywhere else is you're going to get your break. It's just it's not going to be right away. You just have to be patient and wait your turn and wait for when it's logic, logical. So that had to be broken out of me very quickly. I was pissed off. <laughs> it's like this is this is inhumane. Don't treat me this way. But I had to learn it because for like two and a half years when I worked at Safeway, that's just what you, you got to break every two hours. So it softened me when I left there to go somewhere else. 
And they're like, no, you can't do that. No, you're not union. We don't have anybody saying that you have to do that. You will get your break. Just you got to get it when when it's when it makes sense. So I it was a tough lesson. And it, it just it this viral video of the Lowe's employee, it reminds me of that. Okay. I shouldn't bag on them because I don't know all the information. But you sit there and you fucking listen to that. And you're like, dude, come on, come on. And there's there's some people that are like zooming in on the on the package that he's he's trying to bring down or the box. And they're like, that's patio furniture. I just looked it up and it's 45 pounds or it's 30 pounds. I can't remember what somebody said, but either way, that's not that heavy. And you're at lows. You should be able to handle that. I have people on YouTube saying that's hilarious. I bet that guy eats dino nuggets, stuff like that. But then I also had this other lady. She's just like, I, I'm sorry. I just don't find it funny. So it's one of those things. You either find it funny or you're serious and whatever. You either find it funny or you don't. I know that this is a, this is a split opinion, but I just think the kid's being a puss. Ultimately, he is. If, 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 that's a big if, is if it's under four, if it's under 50 pounds, he's being a puss. If it's more than that, and everybody else that's observing it and commenting on it and saying, hey, I work at Lowe's, that's like 30 pounds or whatever it is. But if they're if they're wrong and it's it's well more than 50 pounds, then no, he's not being a puss. Then everybody around him is going to be reprimanded and possibly fired because there was like five people, I'm guessing, watching him and giggling at him struggling. So it's interesting. But here's the problem. Whoever shot the video, if he works there, he should be fired. And I hate to say that, but it's wrong. You shouldn't have done that either way. Because could you imagine if you're having that moment of being soft and your job and you just started working, it's going to fuck you up, man, the rest of your life. If my brother putting me in my place was recorded and then released on the, the internet for everyone to see, and it's me pouting because I didn't get my two hour break and I'm sitting there fighting back the tears I, that would would have damaged me, but instead I was able to sulk and regroup. And then he talked to me after the lunch rush and just told me exactly how things went down, how things go down, and how I need to just deal with it. And that's just the way the work is. Okay, so somewhat similar situations. Let me know your thoughts. Am I out of line for saying that this guy's soft if it's under 50 pounds? Let me know at DeHuff Podcast or DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com. Because if it is above 50 pounds, yes, that's kind of fucked up. But if it's under, yeah, the dude's soft. Come on. Don't play victim here. You're over-exaggerating. <laughs> Come on. Could you imagine if we find out it's like a 20-pound box? <laughs> Be like, he is weak as a kitten. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just funny. Okay? Man. Oh, so stupid. Anyway. <laughs>
All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. It's my anniversary today. So uh, hopefully we'll, I'll do something good. I did buy my wife some flowers and they're, they're some of the similar colors. It was purple and yellow were our wedding colors. And I got some flowers that have that in there. So hopefully she'll notice that and hopefully we'll have a good day. And who knows if she's lucky, we'll go to McDonald's. Oh, if she plays her cards, right. (laughs) Anyway, maybe Burger King. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you haven't done so already, share it with your friends. If you can, please. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado, as well as Blake Street Tavern. They're at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. Don't forget, they're closing their doors for good as of April 9th. So go down there, say goodbye, and uh, have a good time down there at Blake Street Tavern, 23rd and Blake in downtown. Also, thanks to 1876 Apparel. Go support a Colorado company. Support two Colorado companies by clicking on the link in the description and buying something off of the DeHuff's picks. And some of that money will go towards me, and that will go towards the podcast, making sure that I can get some cool merch and some other stuff going for the pod. Plus, like I said, I'm doing it. I'm going crazy. This this deal will, will end soon. Bye now. Bye now. And you buy something, you tell me you did, show me your gear or whatever, and uh, I'll get you a as the sponsor for my audio board. Or or I got a globe. I got a unicorn snow globe. I got a Wolverine action figure. And then I got a Chris Farley living in a van do- down by the river poster behind me. You could be the unofficial or the official sponsor for two episodes, is what I'm saying. Uh, for any of these items, just let me know to huff at gmail.com <laughs> or at the Huff Podcast. There you go. Thank you guys so much. Have a great day. Let's keep moving forward. Hopefully you smile today. I'll talk to you next time.